Alright y'all, good morning or good afternoon or good night. <laughs> um, whatever time of the day you listen to this, welcome to another episode of the She Speaks Truth podcast, always and forever speaking God's truth over you. I hope everyone is keeping well. I really do hope you are keeping well. Um, I ask that question every week because I actually mean it. I mean it. I really do hope you are keeping well um, and that the favor of God is overflowing in your life and he is blessing you in a very special and unique and powerful way. I really do hope those things for your life. So I'm excited about today's podcast episode. Okay. (laughs) To be honest, I'm nervous about today's podcast episode, but the Lord gave me this and I'm going to speak thus saith the Lord. So I am praying that it will be a blessing to you um, and it will help to answer some questions that you may have. That's what I'm hearing the Lord say that it's going to answer some questions and it's going to validate some things for some people. So um, before I get into that though, I want to first of all say thank you to all of the women who have um we have registered for the retreat thus far. God is good. Uh, we sold out of all of our early bird tickets and now we have our regular tickets left. I'm super, 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 super excited about that. Um, our goal, uh, our heart is to see 100 women to freedom. Cannot wait to be a part of that 100. And so if you haven't registered yet, I definitely want to invite you to be a part of that. Uh, we have 50 regular tickets left. Um, I'm really hoping, believing that all of those tickets are going to go because I really believe that God is going to just do some amazing things and he is calling women. He's calling our generation to healing but because in this context I cater to women I'm gonna say women I really believe that he is just being very specific and calling women to a time of healing so make sure you register make sure you register um can't wait to have you um it's not regular price tickets which are 45 dollars, and just can't wait to just pour into you i know that the women are ready the praise and worship leaders are ready god been ready before the beginning of time he knew this time would come and so i'm excited to pour into you and for there to be a shift um as you go into the latter portion of this year as you go into the closing quarter of this year we don't know what 2020 will bring we don't know what the remainder of 2020 will bring but we know the God who holds the, our tomorrow and so we trust in him in addition um, I want to announce that the shirts will be coming back so I will be restocking um, heal people heal people shirts um, that should be back around next week or so so stay tuned for that I will be bringing in new colors really excited about that so gonna be bring in some new colors and for the men who listen to this podcast men i have something for you so i'm excited to share that all right y'all let's get into this podcast episode so we are doing church detox part three listen before i even talk about that i got so many messages text messages dms whatever um just around how powerful this podcast was
was for folks and i'm honestly so so grateful to hear that it was so powerful i really am and so i'm expecting nothing less even from this podcast episode today so first of all thank you to everyone who you know gave their feedback was like yo just this was powerful this is what i needed um i really appreciate that and then now i want to introduce you to part three and the subtitle for church detox part three is the grieving process of change (sighs) all right y'all let's jump into this All right, family, let's jump right into this. Um, Yeah, man. So today's podcast episode, the grieving process of change. (laughs) All right. So listen, I'm going to be honest with you. As I said before, like I'm nervous about today's podcast episode because I was just like, God, this is this is a lot. Like, what are you what what's going on? Like, what's what's happening, Jesus? Um, and you know, God's just been talking me through and walking me through a few things and I'm just grateful for his sovereignty and I'm grateful that he cares about every detail or everything concerning me. Um, and if he does that for me, of course, it's the same for you. He cares about every detail and everything concerning you. So every aspect of you, he cares about. So he cares about you spiritually He cares about you mentally. He cares about you emotionally, physically, financially, every alley (laughs) he cares about. And so, as you know, if you've been journeying with me, um, you realize and you know that this podcast is talking about emotional wholeness and emotional wellness from a faith-based perspective. And so, as we go through the process and we talk about church detox, um, God's like, hey, there's something that my people need to know. I'm like, okay, God, uh, I guess I'm going to be the one to talk about it and to speak your truth over it. And so I'm excited to talk about it, nervous and excited at the same time. And so I guess, why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about the grieving process of change as it pertains to your church detox? So the other morning, um, I want to say Monday morning in particular, I woke up and I was feeling very, very sad. I was feeling so sad and I couldn't understand why I was feeling sad. I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. I'm like, why do I feel so low? Like, why do I feel so sad? Like, God, like what is happening? Like, I can't recall anything. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I can't put my finger on it. And so for me, I was thinking that I was going through maybe a process of depression again. Maybe I'm working too much or I'm overworking. I'm like, but I've really been trying to like secure my mask and make sure that I'm good and, you know, take care of myself and pour into myself, you know, to accommodate all that I have going on. So God, what's going on? I'm like, man, like, is it that time of year again where I'm going to, where I'm starting to feel low? And so all these different things are going through my head. I'm like, okay, I'm not too sure what's happening, but God, I trust you. And I'm just asking you for your help and your strength. So, you know, I had a morning meeting or whatever, you know, with work and so forth. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on a walk. I really feel like I just need to clear my head and just talk to God and just, just figure a few things out because I cannot shake this feeling of being low and being sad. So, uh, as I'm on my walk, I'm like, God, like, what is going on? Why do I feel sad? 
And the Lord spoke to my heart around why I felt sad and whispered the words to me, the grieving process of change. And so in the first podcast um, around church detox, I talked about, you know, just not wanting to go back to how church was and, you know, the anxiety of returning to church as normal when, you know, God has been just doing amazing things and you were like, yo, I'm not trying to go back to the way things used to be. I'm really trying to move forward. Then last week I talked about, you know, that emotionally healthy leadership and quite a few things. Um... And so the Lord is like, hey, man, there is a grieving process of change that you will go through. And I'm like, holy, like, I never thought about this. And I guess now because I'm more tapped into um, my emotions and how I feel and how something makes me feel like I, I tap into that. Did my jaw clench up? Did, did I feel anxious? Was there a pain in my chest? Is there a pain in my body? Like I'm more, um, in tune with those things. And so maybe this is a feeling that I have felt before, but I didn't notice it. Um, but I noticed it this time. And the Lord was like, here, this, what you are going through, Uh, is a grieving process of change. And so if you've listened to previous podcasts, you'll have an understanding um, of where I'm coming from. So if you haven't, go back and listen to the other two so that this can make sense and context can be provided for you. Um, Because pretty much we're in a season of shifting. There's a lot that's happening and God is, he's just shifting some things. He's doing some things. He's uprooting some things. He's planning some things. He's just restructuring a lot of things. Um, But for those of us who we've been in a, in a certain process or a certain place for quite some time, it's going to take a while, right? And it's going to, it's going to feel uncomfortable, right? And so for somebody like me, if I'm honest, I don't like change. And I said this last week, I don't like change. It's weird. I don't mind. I thought I didn't mind a revolution. (laughs) I thought I didn't mind. Um, but to be honest, like I'm realizing that I really I'm, I'm okay with being in my comfort zone. I'm okay with not too much change because it's comfortable, right? So I'm, I, I like routine. Um, it's, it's comfortable. I like to be able to stick to what I know. I like to be able to, I know my surroundings. I know the people, I know all of these different things, but when God is calling you to change, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable. And the initial thought of change is exciting, but the process of change can cause some inner turmoil at times. So I'm going to say that again. The initial thought of change is exciting. You're like, yeah, like, let's go. Let's do this thing. Yeah, man. But then when you begin to execute and you begin to actually go through the process of change, it can it can really ruffle you um, because you're nervous about things and so forth. So um, if God is calling you to change, as I've said before, uh, and to make some changes, it won't be easy. For some of us, he is calling us to change mindsets. He's calling us to switch out certain friends. He's call- like there's so many different types of changes that are happening. Amen and praise the Lord. And so... He's calling us to, 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 to switch certain things and to change certain things and it will not be 
easy. It is not going to be easy. What if God is telling you, hey, switch up your location? What if God is telling you, hey, change your church? What if God is telling you, hey, move out of that apartment? What if God is telling you, hey, change your job? It's not going to be an easy process. And so I think when we're talking about church detox, it's, it's, it's changing or detoxing systems and ways of thinking right? It's detoxing and changing systems and ways of thinking. And that is not an easy process, right? Because for so long, we've been in this place. We've been doing this thing for so long. We've been doing church this way for so long. But God's like, hey man, there's a shift coming and it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel unfamiliar. Like, and, and for me, it's, it's interesting because I'm, st- I feel like we're standing on the precipice of something. We're standing right at the threshold of something. And I feel like God <laughs> is going to throw a lot of us into something, but we need to be as much as we're spiritually ready, physically ready. Um, we need to be mentally and emotionally ready to know that, man, like I'm actually going to go through a process if you're not already going through the process. And that's another thing too. Like I want to validate what you're feeling, what you're feeling is normal and and real. Some people are going to be able to really, really relate to this. Like, man, like I didn't even realize that this is what is happening, right? And so I want to really validate what you're feeling and letting you know, hey man, what you're feeling is real. I said this um, in, in Church Detox Part 1. I said this in Church Detox Part 2 and I'm saying it now. What you are feeling is real. I want to validate your feelings. And something that God really allows me to realize is that whatever I am going through, somebody else is going through it too. So I want to validate and let you know you're not the only one that's going through this. And what you're going through is real. I want to validate that. I really want to validate that because change is not easy, right? but it is necessary for growth. Sometimes transitions can cause internal turmoil. Sometimes there is turmoil before peace, right? Sometimes there's a storm and then there is peace, but sometimes that's just the way it is, unfortunately. So as I said before, what are we detoxing, right? What are we detoxing? Um, we are detoxing, 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 <laughs> why I'm stumbling over my words. We're detoxing systems and ways of thinking and being. And I think for some of us, we have been stuck in a, a, a way of doing and a way of being for so long that it's hard, that change is hard. And so I'm actually watching this show on Netflix. It's a really, really good show. I love the show, you see. I really, really love the show. It's, um, it's called Wentworth. And it is a show, it's a prison show. It's kind of, no, I won't, I won't, I won't associate it with, with prison break. It's, I don't know. It's not the same thing, but anyways, it's a show, it's a prison show, but it's about women, right? It's about women being in prison. And so in the show, you know, these women, they grow close. They've been in this prison for, you know, however long or whatever. They've gone through their hard times. They tried to kill each other. Then they love on each other, all of that kind of stuff. So throughout the show, um, there are two women in the process that have been released from jail onto parole. So one of them, when she was released, she didn't last, I think she lasted maybe three weeks to a month, maybe. So she was an alcoholic 
and then you know she was released from jail she was put in jail because she um she was she was drinking and then she i know this sounds so graphic but she ran a tractor over her mother-in-law it's not funny but the whole situation is is just a mess so anyways she is released from jail and then i would say maybe uh as i said before three weeks to a month she was put back into jail because there was a breach of her parole right and then there was another woman that was released from jail maybe about two months later um and frankie is her name so frankie's released from jail and in the show frankie's like yo how am i going of course she's excited right that initial process of change that initial um thought of change she's excited to to have her freedom she's excited to be outside of of her um, imprisonment of the imprisonment, right? She's going back to normal or whatever, whatever normal is, right? And so, but now she's going into a new normal, like we talked about last week, because she's been in this place for so long. And guys, she didn't know her head from her foot. Like, you know, she eventually made it and whatever, actually, in the, in the, in the next season here, she actually ends up going back to jail for nothing that she did, you know, nothing that she did. But anyways, that's a whole different, that's a sidebar. So as she's out during her process of being out of, of, you know, doing her thing, she's really trying to figure out how to live in this new normal because her norm has been in this jail cell or in this, in this, um, in this institution for so long. She's been in this institution for so, so long. And then now she's just released. And it's so interesting because, you know, they're released with very little support and so forth, but she's released and she has to figure things out. And on top of figuring things out, she has to ensure that she doesn't breach her parole. So it's just like, holy, like, what's going on and so of course you know you don't know what is breaching of the well of course she knows what's breaching her parole but of course she's she's playing around with some of the things that's breaching her parole all that kind of stuff but the context is or the moral of the story is she had a really hard time trying to figure out how to adjust to this new normal she had a really hard time trying to figure out how to adjust to this change that you know she has to now go through again the initial thought she's excited she's released when she's leaving all the ladies are crying and we're gonna miss you frankie da 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 and you know at the initial she's good but then as the day to day the next day it's like man how do i survive there's even a point in the show where she goes back and visits the prison, not only to go visit friends, but she goes and sits in the parking lot and just like reminiscing and looking at memories. And I mean, if you've ever watched a prison show, you know that like, it's not it's not the easiest in there. There's a lot of things going going on in there. People are killing themselves, killing each other. There's fighting. There's all this different types of stuff. But she was so used to what was happening, though dysfunctional, and though unhealthy, she was so used to it, she was okay with probably going back to that place of familiarity, right? And so I think for us, it's important to realize that when we are transitioning and when we are going through a season of change, we're going to want to go back to what we knew. We wanna, we're wanna, we going to want to go back to the way things used to be. And I think one thing that I, that I want to... Um, um, that I want to real want us to realize is that when we talk about church, once again, we're not just talking about the building, right? We're talking about the way we do church. We're talking about 
us as the church, as the ecclesia, as the body of Christ, we're talking about us, the people. That's who we're really, really talking about, right? So the way we do church, the way we function, the way we think, the way we do things, the way we go through life is what we're really, really referring to. And so it's easy to to want to go back to that familiar place that that those aspects of dysfunction are those aspects of just like man like I really just want to do things the way that I used to do them because it's comfortable or I want to remain in this place or in this season because it is comfortable. But God is really calling us to step out on the water. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that um, further down. But God is really calling us to be like, hey, man, step out. Like, I am calling you. Step out of the boat. So I am a social worker. And though I have never seen this, um, I've never seen this for myself or I've never worked with individuals that have experienced this, I know the process. So when when a, when somebody is going through a detox, more so um, a, a drug addict is going through a detox of drugs from their system, it is difficult. Like there is hallucinations. There's so many things. Like you can go and YouTube it and and look it up. It's it's a very 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 difficult process. It's not an easy process, and so sometimes that's how it's gonna feel. When we are detoxing and we are getting rid of systems and beliefs of how we think about ourselves, woo, yes, God, how we think about God, my God, it's going to be so difficult how we relate to God how we relate to each other, how we relate to to those around us. Like it's going to be so hard sometimes because once again, we want to stay in the box. We want to stay in our comfort zone, but God is calling us to step out of that comfort zone. But that detox process is not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult. You know what? And maybe, maybe it's easy for some people, but it's going to be difficult for others because this is an institution. This is something that's in my system, Bridget. This is something that I am so used to. How is it now that God is going to come and pull the rug from under me? And how is it now that there is supposed to be a quote unquote shift? God, I, I, I hear the Lord saying that this shift that is coming is so big that we have to be ready for it. Like I see in the spirit, I see like tides and waves. Like that's what I'm seeing, like waves of change, momentum. Like that's what I am seeing in the spirit. And honestly, guys, we have got to be ready for it because we have got to be ready to be like, God, whatever you say, regardless of being misunderstood, regardless of others not understanding me and why you're saying to do this, I am going to do it and I am going to press and I am going to do exactly what you have told me to do. So going through the detox process is not going to be easy. I want to talk about the seven stages of grief. I want to talk about that. Because I'm just like, God, okay, so we're talking about the grieving process of change. And he said, Jessica, go through the seven stages of grief. My God. I'm just like, God, this is, this is, this is in depth, God. Like, this is deezed. But I'm just like, God, I'm going to speak as you say. So 
The first one is denial or guilt. It can be interchangeable, right? So denial that you don't need to change or things don't need to change or the systems and whatever around us don't need to change. Sometimes we are in denial. And for many of us, we have probably gone through that denial stage. You know what? I'm good. Nothing is wrong. Everything is good. It's all good, right? So you've gone through that stage of denial and to be like, you know what? It's all good. It's everything is all right. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing that needs to be changed. I am good or it is good. It is well with our souls. And then we go through guilt. So interchangeably, we're using denial and guilt. Guilt, when you've kind of creeped out of denial, you feel guilty for wanting change. You feel guilty. We feel guilty for wanting change. Things have been this way for so long. Why do we need a change? Why do we need to change? We do not want, we do not need to change. And we feel as though because we want change, and I talked about this last week as as well, because we want change, we feel, man, I am rebellious. I am not I am not loyal. Oh, let's, uh, you know what? I may have to do another part. I may have to do a part four, guys. The, I may have to do a part four next week talking about unhealthy loyalty. Unhealthy loyalty. But, you know, let, let, let's leave that. So we feel guilty because we feel like we're not being loyal to unhealthy systems. We feel like we're not being loyal to dysfunction. My God. We feel like we're not being loyal to God. When, when we sit down and we really review things and really talk to God, God's like, that's not, those are not the systems and the way of life that I have put into place. That's not it. That is not it, right? So we begin to feel guilty. And I want to release you from that guilt. I want to release you from that guilt. I really want to release you from that guilt. Don't let anyone make you feel guilty for desiring and wanting change right? If we continue to do things the same way, it is considered and expect change. It is considered insanity. Let's just be real here. Albert Einstein says this. If we continue to do things the same way and we expect change, it is considered insanity. And after all, none of us here are insane. No, are we? No, we're not. We're really not. So, Don't feel guilty for desiring or wanting change. The next stage of grief is anger. We're angry. And I think, whew, I feel the Lord. We're angry because we're like, man, like, I I really thought that things were going to change. I really, really thought that things were going to change. And so you go through that stage of anger because you're like, man, like, I put blood, sweat, and tears. I've prayed. I've fasted. I really, really thought, my God, that things were going to change. But it's not changing. Things are not changing. The way we do things are not changing. And so, God, I'm praying now for your joy to be exchanged for that anger and your peace to be exchanged for that anxiety because I want to be a part of the revolution. I want to be a part of the change. Then we go to bargaining. Whew. When we begin to bargain, we're like, you know what? I I think 
I think we can continue to do things the same way. I think we can continue to move in this in the same vein. If it's not broken, we don't have to fix it. But remember, we are detoxing systems and ways of thinking, right? We're detoxing um, systems and ways of thinking. But we're bargaining, right? Some people are. Some people are like, yo, cutthroat. I'm really not trying to do things the way that they used to be done. I really, really desire a change. I really sincerely desire a change. I really, really do. And guys, as I'm going through this, like God is just showing me, even from my own self, just how I've gone through these different stages of grief from my own self. As I desire change, as I desire to see something greater, as I desire to see the kingdom enlarge in a different way and, and flow in a different way and maximize in a different way like you I feel God I'm sorry guys I really feel the Lord on this like I really really do feel the Lord on this but you bargain and again maybe some people have gone through this already or you're going through this already but wherever you are I want to validate your feelings and to let you know, man, what you're feeling is real. That detachment that you're feeling or that you're going through and that detoxing that you're going through, it is real. And then there's the, the, the and of course, this is within, you know, maybe if somebody dies or whatever, um, but of course, this is within the death of, of relationships, whatever, process change whatever whatever the context of that is but when we do so this next one is is um is depression which is which is a it's a very interesting one but nevertheless you feel kind of sad you feel kind of sad that you have to make this change you really feel sad that you really have to make this change like man like do I really have to make the same? So again, I'm using that that word very, very loosely, not saying that you're actually depressed or whatever. Hey, for some people, maybe this is something that they're actually going through as God is asking them or or are um, requesting, not even asking, telling us <laughs> to make change. Maybe this is something that you're actually going through. Um, but yeah, man, like you're just, you're just, it's just like, man, like you feel kind of like, man, like I feel kind of low, like what's really happening. And as I said before, this is something that I was experiencing. So I wasn't depressed, but I was feeling really low and sad about the situation and about having to, having to make changes. I was really, really feeling sad about it. Not even make, so having to make changes, but also realizing that man i'm actually going to have to make change i'm I, and and the fact that i desire change and for some of us we're going to go through this process only not we haven't even made the changes yet but because we desire change we're going through these these seven stages or this 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 process and so the last one that i want to touch on is is acceptance once you've once you've gone through all of that, you're like, you know what? I'm accepting that this is what God needs me to do in my life, right? This is how I need to function in my life in order for God to 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 be pleased with me, in order for me to be healthy emotionally, to be to have emotionally healthy spirituality. So wherever you are in that on that 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 process of change, whatever God is asking you to change, I'm encouraging you to let you know, A, it's okay, and B, it's not going to be easy. 
change is never easy. And I've probably reiterated that a thousand times on this episode, but I really want to encourage you to let you know, hey man, change is not going to be easy. There's going to be a lot of emotions that come with that. And as I've said before, the initial thought of change is exciting, but the process of change can really be something. It can really, really, really be something, right? And so my question for you today is, are you ready for the shift? Are you ready for the shift? Are you ready to walk on water? Are you ready to be like Abraham and do what God has asked you to do? What God has told, you know what? Let's just eliminate that word ask. What God has told you to do. Are you ready? I feel like, I, and even in the spirit, I see a lot of people on a precipice or on a threshold to be like, man, like, I want to step out, but I am so scared. I want to move. I want to shift. I want to step out of this box. And, and for some, it's not even like a physical thing, but it's a mental thing. Maybe it's a mental change you have to go through. Again, detoxing, detoxing systems and ways of thinking. Maybe it's just a way of thinking that God is saying, hey man, you have to go through this change. I need you to change. Wow. You have got to, I need you to, to go through this process of change, right? It's, it's, it's hard to go through a process of change to think about, I've, and, and last week I talked about, you know, being an emotionally healthy leader. It's hard to go through a process to be like, man, you know, I'm, I'm used, who I hear you, God, I'm used to being so busy. I'm used to being on every missionary board, <laughs> every, every board at church and doing all of these type of things, but I am not well. I, I need to stop. I need to, I need to do things differently. It's not going to be easy because you've been doing this for so long. For many of us, we've been in ministry from for years now, we've been doing ministry, we've been doing church for most of our lives. And enough for God to say, hey, I need you to, I need to do things differently. It's like, wait, what do you mean? It's going to be like a fish out of water. Like, but God, I've been doing this for so long. For many, been in ministry from, you know, you're 14, 13, 15, whatever. You've been, you know, they saw, we, they saw a call of God on our lives. And so we've been doing this thing for so long. But God is asking for a change. Are you ready for a shift? Are you ready to do things differently? Are you ready to do things differently? Because watch this. Things are going to be different. Things are going to be different. Church as we know it is not going to be the same. And I don't, I, I, guys, I wish I could, I wish I could say, Hey, this is exactly what God is saying around what things are going to look like. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, blah, 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 blah. I don't have it, but I can feel it. There is a shift that is coming and we got to be ready for it. And not only that, we have to be ready for how, and we talked about, um, the older generation last week and how we need to understand their worldview we need to be ready for their grieving process of change. Who? That's a good one, right? So, do we have to manage their process? No, but we need to understand it and we need to be ready for it. That when God says, "Hey man, revolution, things are different. It is not the same." My God, that we are ready to understand it and we are ready to I don't know if we're going to necessarily help to process it, but there is something that is coming. There is a shift that is coming. So are you ready to walk on water? 
Are you ready to be like Abraham? That if God says, hey, make a sacrifice, that you can make that sacrifice. If God says, stop, wow. If God says, lock down that ministry you've been leading for a while and revamp and go on a sabbatical and go on a year of prayer and fasting, will you be ready for that? Wow. Will we be ready for that? Jeez, like guys, will we be ready? Will be will we be ready for what God is gonna do? And so I really believe that this, I guess we want to call it a series. <laughs> um, God's been is priming us just like we would prime a wall before we paint it. I really feel like God has been priming us for what He is about to do. He's priming us for what He is about to do, right? And so if God says go, will you go? If God says step out of the boat, will you step out of the boat? Will you step out of the boat? Will you step out of your comfort zone? Will you shift when God says shift? And so I really feel like God is 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 really speaking to us holistically he's he's speaking about the spiritual stuff he's speaking about the mental stuff but he's also speaking about the emotional stuff like there's going to be some internal stuff that is is going to be taking place and it's important that we sit with him and say okay god what do you need me to do how do you need me to execute what is next the last point i want to leave with you and i don't remember if i have shared this with you on any other um, podcast episodes, but in in Matthew chapter fourteen, um, and this is where Peter was walking on water, where Jesus had went away. So before that, there was some healing and and so forth that was taking place. And Jesus sent his disciples. He made sure his disciples were good. He sent them, you know, and then he went away to pray. And so at the fourth watch at about three, four o'clock in the morning, Jesus is walking on the water. And so the disciples say, what is that? Or who is that walking on the water? Is that a ghost? And Jesus said, it is I come. And so Peter was the only one, my God, who had the courage and the faith to step out of the boat and to walk on water. And so Peter was looking at Jesus and he had to walk on the water. But of course, something started to happen. Peter takes his eyes off Jesus and he begins to, he began to get scared. And in the Passion Translation, which is one of my favorite translations of the Bible, Jesus says to Peter, so we have we have um, various different versions. I think in the King James Version and another version, it says, O ye of little faith. But in the Passion Translation, Jesus says to Peter, don't, no, he says, why would you let doubt win? And that's been a prevailing message of the Lord. Oh God, I, guys, I really feel God here. I'm really praying that this is ministering to your heart and whatever change that you need to make, that the Lord will speak to you right now in this moment and say, hey, so-and-so, you need to make this change in your life for your next level. And so the Lord is saying to Peter, hey, why would you let doubt win, right? And so I am saying to you today, do not let doubt win. Your next level depends on you stepping out of the boat. Your next level, your transition, your next steps, ooh, your next step is out of the boat. 
Your transition and your next level is dependent on you stepping out of the boat, stepping out of your comfort zone and getting out of the box. That's your next level. That is what is dependent on your next level. It is up to you. You have two roads to choose. I am going to stay in the box. I'm going to stay in my comfort zone and I'm going to remain in this process, in, in, in this, in this, in this place. I'm going to remain right here. I'm going to stay right here because it's comfortable for me. I'm going to stay in this relationship because it's comfortable for me. I'm going to stay in this friendship because it's comfortable for me. I'm going to stay right here because it's comfortable for me. I'm going to stay at this job because it is comfortable for me. I'm going to, I'm just going to stay in my comfort zone. Or are you going to step out of the box and do what God has told you to do? Do not let doubt win. Don't allow doubt to win. You have so much life ahead of you. My God, I'm, I'm reminding of the, of the story of, of the children of Israel when, when God was telling Joshua, hey, you can go and possess the land. And when they went to spy out the land, they were, they were afraid because they, they, they were like, you know, we are small. We can't do this. We can't possess the land. But when they went forth, and the scripture says that the, the Lord told them, wherever you set your foot, it will belong to you. Sometimes what we are stepping into looks so much bigger than us, right? What we are stepping into looks so much bigger than us. And we're not sure, how am I going to be able to manage this? How am I going to be able to do this? How am I going to be able to maximize this change? How am I going to be able to facilitate this change? How am I going to, like, am I going to, like, what's going to happen? Let me tell you something. Step out of the box and God will handle the rest. Walk on the water and God will handle the rest. Yes, you're going to go through a process of, of, of feeling all of the things we just talked about. You're going to go through that. And what I like about God, as I said before, is that he cares about every detail of our lives. So whatever, wherever, whatever is concerning us, he cares about it. There's nothing that he doesn't care about. He cares about every single detail concerning us. There's nothing he doesn't care about. And so in this moment, he wants to attend to your emotional health as you go through your process of change. And I'm encouraging you, do not let doubt win. Don't allow doubt to win. Go through your process. Go through your process, whatever that may look like, and accept the change. 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 I pray that you will accept the change. I really pray that today's podcast was a blessing to you and that God will begin to speak to you, right? And so, there, as I've said before, people are at different places. Um, maybe you've already gone through your seven stages and you weren't sure. And, and you're like, uh-huh, like a light bulb has gone off in your head. Or there are things that you're going through and you're like, man, like what is happening? Like all I really want is just some change. Is is <laughs> It's nothing crazy. Or maybe you're at the initial thought of change and you're not sure of what's going to come next. So those are three types of people that will listen to this podcast. You're at the initial t- um, stage of change and you're not going to you're not going to know 
You're not going to know what's going to come next. You're not too sure. Or you're, you've gone through this and now you, you're able to add language to what you've gone through or you're going through it. And again, you're able to, to, to put language to what you're going through. All right, guys. So I really pray that today's podcast was a blessing to you that I, I, I pray. And yes, Lord, I prophesy clarity. I speak clarity to your spirit. Yes, God. There are many of you who, who you're going through <clears throat> this aspect of kind of like inner turmoil our confusion and I just want to declare clarity to your spirit yes God I want to clear declare clarity to your spirit the Lord says many of you need clarity you need clarity about next steps and so I I, I, I hear the Lord saying that he's going to begin to speak to you about clarity give you clarity rather and speak to you about next steps and he's going to begin to speak to you about transition and about what he needs you to do um, I'm he keeps bringing back to me the story of Abraham and when he said to Abraham you must go to a land that I will show you for many of you you're just like God where am I going he is saying I will show you I just need you to be obedient yes God I need you to be obedient and I need you to take the next step that's what I need you to do says the Lord I need you to be obedient and I need you to take the next step. Take the next step. The steps of a good man are ordered by God. Your steps are ordered by God, right? Your steps are ordered by God. For many of you, God has spoken loud and clear. And the Lord says for some of you that this is going to be confirmation around the changes that you need to make. And for some of you, the Lord says that he is, uh, he's going to be ministering to your heart and you're going to be hearing his voice in a different way that you have not heard him before because you were so clouded by these stages that you didn't realize that you were clouded. So I am praying for clarity. I am praying for, I don't know if it's a smooth transition, um, but a God transition. <laughs> um, and, and I am praying for next level and next steps. There is something that's happening. I'm also uh, praying, declaring um, um, boldness. Yes, God, I'm, I'm praying, declaring boldness over you as well. That if the Lord tells you to do something or when the Lord tells you to do something, that you would step out and you would do it. I speak boldness to your spirit that you would step out and you would do exactly my God what God has told you to do father in the name of Jesus I thank you for your goodness your mercies your kindness God you are so faithful I thank you for the way you have spoken on this podcast this morning Lord God Almighty, and I just pray, Spirit of the Lord, for fresh wind. Yes, God. I pray for clarity. Yes, God. I pray for, for, for dreams, God, and revelation. God, I pray that this would be confirmed in the spirit, oh God, of, of those, the spirits of those who need confirmation, Spirit of God. There's a shifting that is happening, Lord God, and everybody is at a place of shifting. Those who have been, yes, God, in alignment with you, Lord God Almighty, even those who have not been in complete alignment, you are bringing them into alignment. But there is a shift that is happening in our time, in our generation, in this season. And that is why you had to do what you did this year. That is why this year, you, of course, you foreknew everything, uh, God, and this world is completely in your hands. So whatever has happened this year, God, you had to slow us down, God, so that you could speak to us and you could plant seeds of wisdom. Yes, God, seeds of joy and hope, oh God, in our hearts. And so, Father, I'm praying, yes, God, I, I, I pray that a light 
Yes, God, your word is a lamp unto our feet, and a light unto our pathway. And so, Father, I pray, Lord God Almighty, that that there that the, the lamp, yes, God, we, we, we pray that the lamp will be turned on, Father. So, Father, as we step out, we may not know all of the steps, we may not know the entire blueprint, but Father, we know that you have told us to do something. And so, Father, I pray that we would, I pray, yes, God, I activate, I pray that we would activate obedience, the spirit of obedience in our lives, Lord God Almighty, that we will not be disobedient, Lord God, but we will be obedient to what you have called us to do. Father, I pray that we will not be like Lot's wife, yes, Lord, and we will not look back, God, Father God, even though in the New Te- in the Old Testament, you were turning people into a pillar of salt, Lord, we thank you, God, that we are under grace, God, and you are no longer turning us into pillars of, of salt. We praise you, Holy Ghost, for that, but Father, Lord God, I feel like for many of us, if we go back, will we ever get out again? Hallelujah. Will we ever get out? Because there is a shift. There is a, there is a monumental, momentous shift that is happening right now. And so Father, I pray that we will be in alignment. I pray our hearts, yes, God, will be in alignment. I pray our minds will be in alignment. I pray that our spirits will be in alignment. Yes, God, I pray that we will take one foot, Spirit of God, and we will put it in front of the other. Father, if it is a process of healing that we need to go through, Lord, let us go through it, Lord God. Father, if we need to shift a job, show us, God. If we need to shift out of relationships, Lord God Almighty, show us. If we need to end some friendships, Lord, show us, Lord. Ooh, Shandai. Father, whatever change needs to come, Lord God Almighty, I pray, Spirit of God, that you will give us the boldness, the clarity, the precision. Lord God Almighty, may we be in tune, Spirit of God, to what you are saying. Father, and I hear the Lord saying that he that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. And so, Father, I pray that our ears will be tuned in, yes, Spirit of God, to heaven's frequency, Spirit of God, to hear what you have to say to our hearts. There is a shift. There is a sifting. There is a sifting that is happening. There is a sifting that is happening. And the Lord is saying, be ready for that sifting be ready for that shifting there is something that is happening in the spirit and so be ready for that deep call it unto deep and the lord is going to tell us hey launch out onto the deep the lord is saying hey man i know you've tried this before i know you've tried to launch out before i know you tried to step out before but hey it is time now it is time it is time it is time it is time to step out it is time to launch out and remind of the story of when of when Jesus met, I think it was Peter, and 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 Peter had been toiling all night. He's been toiling all night, and Jesus came to him and said, "Hey, launch out! Put your put, put, cast your net again." <clears throat> And Peter said, hey, Jesus, like, you know, I've been doing this for a minute. I'm an experienced fisherman. I've been doing this and I don't understand. Like, I've been caught fish. My God. And Jesus said, hey, do it again. When he did it again, there was an abundance. There was an overflow. Your next level, your transition will only come when you step out into the deep and when you launch out into deep. If you stay in the boat and you stay in the box, you will never, ever achieve all that God has for you. You will stay in your comfort zone and what you need for your next steps will not come. 
And so, Father, I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of our generation. I thank you for the revival that's going to come. I thank you for the outpour that is coming. I thank you for the personal revival that is taking place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, there you have it. The grieving process of change. I really pray that that was a blessing to you. I really, really do. Um, And that God was able to just bring some clarity to some of the things that um, you, you know, have been feeling um, and so forth as you go through this process of change and, you know, God is requiring change of you. And if he hasn't yet required it, well, (laughs) if he hasn't yet required it, he gonna require it. Or maybe you just got to listen a little closer because he's definitely requiring uh, that that process of change. So I pray that it was definitely a blessing to you. Uh, please share this podcast episode with somebody. Um, a lot of the times we are not the only one going through what we're going through or experiencing what we're experiencing. And there are other folks around us that are experiencing the same things. Maybe it's our colleagues, our friends, associates, whomever. So please feel free to share this podcast with them. And as usual, let me know how the podcast was for you. Um, and please, I haven't asked you guys to do this in a hot minute, but if you can, please leave a podcast review. Um, I would love to know how this series has been for you. I know there's been uh, some of you who have been you know, listening to the entire series. And so definitely would love for you to leave a review as to how that series has been for you. Um, let the world know, you know what I'm saying? Let the world know, uh, for those who have been listening, um, just how it's been going for you and it would encourage others to listen to. All right. The last thing I will say is don't forget to register for the upcoming retreat. I can't wait to have you, uh, the woman more specifically. Men, I promise you that I am aiming to work on something for you. I really am. I really am aiming. Um, I have just lots of vision. There's lots of things that God is, you know, just putting in my spirit and, I'm just like, wow, God, there's, this is, I'm excited and just so blessed to, you know, serve my generation in this way. And so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really excited. So love you guys so much. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thank you for, you know, always tuning in, supporting. I really appreciate it. And y'all already know it's your girl, Jess. She speaks truth always and forever, forever, ever. (laughs) speaking God's truth over you. All right, guys, take care. Love you so much. Bye.